And that builds momentum. When you can feel good about yourself for what you're doing, you're gonna continue to do it and you're gonna do it at a higher level each and every time. Today I want to talk to you about the power of positive habits and what they do for our lives. So every positive habit, whether it be working out, waking up early, taking a cold shower, anything like this, I want you to think every time you do a good habit, it's like a tiny investment in your life. It may not seem like a lot at first, but over time it's going to compound. So every time you put in that little work, you do that habit, it's going to invest in your life later and you're going to have a greater potential and a greater life later on. Now, similar to the stock market, when you invest money, over time, you start to get returns on your investment. So you start to be profitable. And the same thing is true for good habits. A little small investment into your good habits and being consistent about it every day, it's going to give you returns in your life. You're going to be profitable in your life and you're going to be getting better as a person and just in general. You're going to be living a happier, more disciplined life. Another important thing about good habits is it doesn't trap you in the cycle of life. Sometimes when we're in bad habits, we get trapped into them. And they're things that are negative, whether it be drug addiction, alcohol, overeating, not working out, something like this. We get trapped in this cycle of something we don't want to do. We know we should go to the gym, but we simply cannot get ourselves to go. And it continues to be a repeating cycle. It's almost like we're, we're not in control of our life. It's like we're in the passenger seat just watching our life drive away with us. Now, when you create good habits for yourself, where you're actually investing on your future, that's when you really take the driver's seat of your life. You break out of this habit, you break out of this loop. Now, you may be wondering, okay, how do I develop these habits? How do I invest in my life over time and continue to see returns? Well, to be honest, you may already have some good habits in general. Just ask yourself, do I go to bed at a consistent time every day? Do I wake up in the morning at a consistent time? Do I eat breakfast in the morning? Do I shower? Do I brush my teeth? Am I on time to work? Am I attentive at work? Do I go to the gym after work? Am I good to my family? Am I good to my children, my friends? Do I develop my relationships? Do I take time to myself? Do I do self-care? All these are examples of positive habits that we may already have ingrained in our life. Now, in order to reach our goals and get to the next level, we need to set up habits that are in line with our goals and purpose. So if you want to start your own online business, make it a habit to set out some time every day to get on that computer and work on that business. Um, Set some time to read every day. Start meditating so you're more clear and more focused while you're working. So there's all these habits that you can set up around what you want to do. And that's really the most important thing. You have to set up these keystone habits and these baseline habits. Now, when you want to make improvements in your life, it's all about setting up keystone habits for different aspects of your life. So, for example, if you want to get into fitness and maybe you're out of shape or you don't feel like you can do a really challenging workout at the moment, maybe you should get a trainer. But one step towards that goal is to just start small. Start by just going on daily walks. Every day, go on a walk. Now, the goal is to be is to get 10,000 steps every day. But obviously, that's not going to happen every single day. But if you can commit to one or two daily walks, that's getting your keystone habit. You're setting yourself up for success in fitness because it's something you start to do. It's not like something you never do and then you're just jumping right into it because then you're more likely to not do it consistently. So it's all about setting up these keystone habits. If you want to make more, more money and you want to be financially independent, Independent, start a financial journal. A financial journal is something that you have and you carry with you. And every time you spend money, you just write it down. And then every week, maybe every month or every day even, 
you look back in that journal and you look at the purchases and you kind of you kind of break it down like was this a good purchase here did i really need this over here and you start to ask yourself and question your financial habits so those are some good keystone things for that now another keystone habit is if you want to succeed in your life you're gonna have to set goals so you want to start by journaling and creating active goals so if you want to become more financially independent and abundant in your life you want to set up some sort of keystone habit for this now if you want to become more financially abundant and independent in your life it starts with a keystone habit set up something small you can commit to that will get you on the journey of making more money and being smarter with your choices and spending and investing and where your money really goes and how you track your money so i would start with a journal so start journaling every day create a financial journal so every time you spend money, just carry it with you. Just simply record every time you spend money in a day, in a week, in a month, and even a year. And go back to it from time to time, whether it be daily, monthly, weekly, anything like that. Make sure you go back into your expenses and you really kind of see what your spending habits are. And maybe you can do some some analyzation and say, hey, maybe I didn't need to spend that $6 here. Maybe I didn't need that Chipotle. I could have waited till I went home, something like that. And then you start to see what your spending habits are because that's super important you want to know yourself better because if you want to accomplish anything or get better in any aspect of your life you really have to know your motivations and really have to know everything about yourself in that in order to be successful with that so other keystone habits could be time management if you feel like you're really bad at managing time set up a daily routine so go from your your morning routine to your midday routine and your last your end of day routine Start kind of measuring the time, set timers for yourself, set time limits, and build this up slowly. If it starts with just tracking how long it took you to take a shower, or how long it took you, t- took you to get ready in the morning, or what you did before bed, that's great. Build the habit up over time. Small changes lead to big results in the long run, for sure. Now, like we said, you could start this financial journal to keep track of things, but with habits in general, if you're trying to build new habits, especially good ones, it can be difficult to track them and really know where your progress is coming from. One of the most difficult things in personal development and growth is tracking your progress and results. It can be very difficult to reflect on what you've done daily and weekly and see how far you are along on your goal. So what I think you should do is you have to create a habit tracker. If you're trying to set up new habits for yourself, create a notebook or a journal, even a a phone app. There's definitely phone apps uh, for habit trackers, or you could even do it in your notes app. But each day, you got to set which habits am I trying to build? Which ones do I want to do today? And then for every one you do on a certain day, just give it a little check mark and put the date so you can see if you're actually holding true to this. Now, when you have a habit tracker, you're going to be so much more likely to follow your habits because you don't want to disappoint yourself. Now, if you're not keeping track of your habits, it's like, oh, it's okay that I miss this one day because you're not really thinking about it. But if you have to go through your habits on a daily basis and you see that you're not hitting it, that's going to create a lot of personal pain because you're going to be like, hey. If I'm working towards something, isn't it an everyday commitment? Why am I slacking today? What made me stop doing this habit? And it's like, it just becomes so much more ingrained in you because you know you have to write it down. It's almost like a checklist or a to-do list, but a lot better. Most times when we take we, when we do checklists and to-do lists, we often cannot get down the, the list because it's endless miles long. But if you just have a couple simple habits that you can do every day, it's so much easier to check the boxes. And you feel a lot better about yourself when you hit all of your habit targets for the day. 
When we're building new habits and we're trying to track them with our habit tracker, sometimes it can be daunting if we set time limits with them. If we say, hey, I have to read for 30 minutes today. Hey, I have to meditate for 10 minutes. Hey, I have to take that three, two minute cold shower. These time restrictions and these lengths can definitely get us off our goals because sometimes when we're first starting off, it can be so difficult to just jump into like something for 30 minutes. If you haven't read consistently for a long time and then you say, hey, I'm going to read for 30 minutes, it might feel like agony during it. Now, what I want you to do instead is this may seem a little bit weird or this may seem a little bit obscure and like, hey, if I'm trying to work towards my goal, why would I do this? But here's the thing. I want you to first master the art of showing up for your habits. That's all. So whatever your habit is, I want you to do it for two to five minutes every day. So if if your thing is reading, I want you to read for only five minutes. No longer, no longer. And do this and slowly build this up over time. Make sure you check off every habit every day. Because what you're doing is you're mastering the art of showing up. This stage is not necessarily about the habit itself or like the length of it it's about making sure that you're consistent on showing up and getting there because when you build that consistency that becomes a habit within a habit you're in the habit of just showing up to what you're going to do and then slowly over time the actual thing you do can be scaled up but it's really important that you master the art of showing up in your life for everything you do because successful people they show up for everything in their life whether it be their relationships a workout, reading, their job, anything like this, they show up and they show up every single day and they're consistent about it. They don't necessarily take days off. Maybe there's a day where they go on vacation or something like this, but they're right back onto the consistency and the grind. So you really have to first master the art of showing up in anything in your life. If you want to be if you want to make progress and be great, it starts with consistency and consistency starts with the mastering the art of showing up. Now, a lot of people ask, how long does it take to develop a habit? How long do I have to do this thing before it's automatic and I don't have to make like a, a huge decision? Now, there's a lot of different research on this and it really depends on the person. It really depends on your mind. It really depends on you as a person, your personality, the way you're wired. And especially depends on if you actually like to do it. If you like to do the habit, you're going to be so much more likely to make it automatic because you're going to be like, hey, this is awesome. I love showing up every single day. And then eventually the reward becomes big enough where it just becomes your habit and it's an automatic pattern. But for many other people, not everything they do is fun. Not everyone likes to take that cold shower in the morning. No one likes to, I don't know, some people don't like to read or reflect on their day or journal. Everyone has maybe one thing they want to do in their life that they don't necessarily want to do. And that's important. You got to do the things you don't want to do in life. One of the most common studies says that it'll take around 66 days of consistency to develop a habit. Every single day, consistently, you'll develop a habit. Now, this might seem a bit crazy, but that's really how our mind works. It's all about repetition. If you've ever worked out at the gym, you can't do five pull-ups or five push-ups or five dumbbell curls and expect to build muscle or expect to be more fit. It's all about consistency and reps. You have to do 20 to 30 a day, maybe, and it has to be over time, multiple times a week. You see, you have to continue to rep it out so you grow and so you develop the muscles and develop the habits. Now, other things I've heard is I've heard 21 days or three weeks is also a number, but I think it very much depends on the person because we're all completely different humans and we all have different wirings and different motivations. And I think motivation definitely helps. If you're motivated, I think you'll have an easier time setting goals, an easier time developing good habits because 
you know that the habit phase, developing the habit, it's simply like a roadblock. It's simply a, a period of your life that's pretty difficult. And then once you automate it, then it's on autopilot. Then you just do it consistently. And that's really what you want to do. You want to have as much as your life just automated, systematic, just so you don't really have to make a whole lot of decision because every day we have a certain amount of willpower and a certain amount of emotional energy. And every time we make a decision or we force ourselves into something or someone hurts us or we're ashamed of ourselves, we're draining our decision potential. We're draining our decision meter. It's like a little meter. Just imagine that. At the beginning of the day, it starts full. At the end of the day, it could be absolutely empty depending on our day but our emotional energy is also very important we get drained emotionally throughout the day we may start our day happy amazing great energy and slowly hey someone makes that comment at work um your kids were being annoying in the morning they weren't getting ready for school slowly that meter is just ticking down and by the end of the day you may have very, very little emotional energy. And when you have low emo emotional energy, this is basically the feeling of being drained and like you don't have a whole lot left to give. And it's like, oh, I just want to curl up on the couch and watch Netflix or go to bed. So that's why having automatic habits and things are so necessary. If you're just trying to do something in your life and you have some certain things that you want to do, for example, every day, for example, like reading, like I've said, uh, meditating, reflecting anything like this and you're having to just drain your energy to do it you're not going to be that successful because while you're in that habit you're going to feel drained you're not going to feel your full self and your full energy but if they can become automatic processes that you don't even have to drain any energy to get into and you don't have to like make any decisions so your decision meter doesn't get drawn down you're going to be better because you're going to be able to show up better you're going to have better energy and like your decision meter is not going to be drained you're going to be able to be consistent throughout your entire day and have the same type of energy from the beginning to the end and not, you know, fall back into our bad patterns or bad habits because we just feel awful or we feel like we've given everything. So that's really important. Now, when we set big goals for ourselves, it can be often hard to stay motivated and to be working towards these goals. But the thing is, we gain motivation from the daily habits we establish and reflecting on the process towards the goal. It's all about the journey, really. The end result is a moment in your life. It's not the entire thing. Really, the most important part is the journey. And if you can consistently create good habits for yourself, that's where the motivation is going to come from. Because whenever you do good habits and you feel like you're disciplined, you feel great about yourself. You feel like, hey, I'm working towards my goals. I'm doing something good here. And that builds momentum. When you can feel good about yourself for what you're doing, you're going to continue to do it and you're going to do it at a higher level each and every time. So really, instead of just focusing on the big goals or the milestones, because those are the end results, I want you to focus on the process. Focus on what, what it takes to get there, what the day-to-day -day is, every single moment, because if you're not present in your life, you're not going to be at your full potential in that moment. I like to think of our life and showing up for our life as a 1 to 10 scale. Now, if you're at a 10, you're being the most amazing version of yourself. You're being loving, you're being caring, you're super focused, super motivated, super driven, and you're in the moment. Now, if you're a one, a one, I don't even know what a one is. A one is pretty terrible. A one is like, probably you're like asleep or something like that. Most of us operate at like a five or six on, on most days. Like we're kind of there, we're kind of somewhere else in our head. 
we're kind of our our true self but also we're a little bit fake we're sort of focused but we're also getting distracted so most of us live in like the five six seven range but it, at certain moments for what's important you know it's very difficult to have like an eight or a nine all day and i totally understand that i deal with that too but if you can choose some of the most important things in your life and show up at an, an eight or a nine level, that's going to be amazing because you're doing your absolute best in that moment. And when you're doing your absolute best, you're going to be able to c- progress on whatever you're doing a lot faster than if you're like sort of you're doing well, sort of mediocre, sort of okay, sort of in the moment. So you really want to focus on being your best self in the goals. And not focusing on these long targets because these long targets can also get daunting. It can be very intimidating to see this major goal. For example, if you want to run your first marathon or something, it can be very difficult to see the end result saying, oh, I'm going to run 26.2 miles. Yeah, right. But if you can focus on the first, the daily habit, okay, I'm going to go on a run today. I'm going to go train. That's going to give you motivation because you're going to be like, hey, I'm showing up for this goal. I can do this. I can run every day. I can do this. Or if I'm taking a rest day, I'm doing this to recover my body. As you build up the miles, you go from two miles. You're like, hey, that was difficult. I'm tired, but I'm glad I did it. And then you show up the next day. Maybe you're on two and a half, three miles. You slowly build it up and you start to build your resilience to the pain and the suffering. And you become more motivated. You become, you say, hey, I've shown myself that I can do this. And I've shown myself that I can show up consistently. This marathon has got nothing on me. But one important thing is to keep the end result in mind always. You always want to be visualizing or something like that. And you want to see the end result before. You know what I mean? You don't want to just be focused so in the moment that you can't see the end result. Because sometimes whatever you're doing, there can be moments where you feel very unmotivated or something's very difficult and you think about quitting. But right when you're about to quit, you must ask yourself, why did I start doing this in the first place? Why am I doing this in general? What is making me do this? And that's when you think about that end result and that end goal. You think about yourself crossing that finish line on the marathon saying, hey, I did something with my life. I accomplished something. I didn't just sit on my couch. I went out there every day and I ran and I took my rest days when I needed them. But I work towards this goal. I accomplish this. That's what you want to say. And often when we're in the moment, it's hard to overlook the difficulties. It's hard to see that side of it. But that's why the big goals are important to have. And you always want to be working towards something. But you really want to be focused on the moment. Because you want to show up as an 8 or 9 and not like a 5 or 6 in your life. And if you're just focusing on the future and you're not really in the present, there's no way that you can be an 8 or a 9. Because you're not fully present in the moment. You're going to be a 4, 5, 6. Even if you're trying your hardest to reach your goal, it's just simply the case. You have to be in the moment when you're trying to make progress in your life. In your habits, you have to be in the moment. The success and abundance and wealth we have in our life is infinitely determined by the systems we set up for our life. Whatever we do on a consistent basis, whatever system our life falls into, that's the life we're going to have. It's all about the systems and the habits to reach the goals. It's not necessarily about the goals themselves, but it's about, okay, how did I get there? And how do I get there the next time? How do I move past that? What's the next race? Stuff like that. But in order to create these life systems and actually follow them and put them into action, it takes discipline. You have to be disciplined in order to hit a habit every day and be consistent. Consistency takes discipline because there's always going to be those life moments where something comes up maybe an opportunity to go on like a road trip or there's some sort of illness in the family. Maybe you get sick yourself. And that's when the discipline really has to kick in because when these excuses pop up in our head, we're often 
a slave to our excuses. We often let them take us off our path. But if you can say, hey, I know these are the things I need to do to succeed in my life. I know these are the things I need to do to get better. I know I feel terrible today, and maybe I won't perform at an 8 or 9 at this level, but I'm still going to show up and do it because it's about consistency. And hey, if I don't show up, is it really a habit anymore? So you have to be consistent every single day with what you want to accomplish. The most successful people in the world are the most consistent people in the world. They'll give you the same energy every time, and they honestly, they might have the same day every day, slightly different, because they're routine, they're disciplined, and they're going to stick to their habits no matter what. Now, like I said, it can be very difficult to stay in the moment and stay consistent with our habits when the moments themselves might feel terrible. They might suck. They may be like, hey, I don't even like being here. Why am I here? That's when you have to tap in to the power, the power of the long term, the power of the future you, the power of your vision for yourself. So you really have to create a clear vision of where you actually want to go and what you want to do. Because if you're just doing these habits to do these habits, you're going to ask yourself, or you're going to say to yourself, this is really dumb. I might as well stop. Like, what am I doing here? Before you have that thought and actually quit, if you have a vision for yourself, you can interrupt that thought and be like, hey, this is my vision. Now, when it gets difficult in the moments and it's difficult to stay consistent and you might be like, hey, this really sucks. I don't like this moment. It can be difficult not to quit and to go back to our old patterns. But if you have that clear vision of where you're working towards, that clear vision of where you want to go, it's going to be so much easier to stay consistent with your habits because you can tell yourself when it sucks, hey, these are the moments that are I'm made for. These are the moments that suck, but I'm going to stay in them and I'm going to overcome them because this is the person I want to be. Imagine and visualize how awesome it would be to be this person, how awesome it would be to accomplish this goal, how awesome your life would be, how fulfilled you would be if you reached this goal. And all you have to do is stay consistent with your habits. And you might have to change plans and change course from time to time, which is natural. But if you stay consistent with what you're doing, you're going to be successful and you're going to accomplish your goals. And that's what you want in life. You know, you don't want to just be average. You don't want to just sit around all day, you know, on the computer, on the TV. You want to do something with your life. You want to be better. You want to be great in a way. And you can do that as long as you stay consistent and you keep working towards your goals every single day, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of the outside world, because you determine you. You're the person who's in control of your life and your life trajectory, and no one else can do it for you. People can encourage you. People can motivate you, but you're the person who has to take the action. No one else can take the controls like it's a video game. You are the person who does everything in your life. So that's why you got to be consistent. Now, one thing that helps with being consistent with your habits is to habit stack. So if you want to develop more than one habit in your life, create a routine where you do them back to back. Most people talk about a morning routine. Most people do it, whether it be working out in the morning, meditating in the morning, reading in the morning. You want to start your morning off well, and that's the best time to habit stack. So pick two to three habits in the morning to do right back to back and that's habit stacking that's going to create a routine for you and it's going to be so much easier to be consistent because you're just going to say hey this is my morning routine this is what i do every morning and on and if you accomplish it in the morning it's done for the day it's out of the way you get it over with and that's the best part if you can get things done immediately when you wake up when your energy is full and your decision power is full and your willpower is full that's going to be the best way to do it. So really habit stack and build good routines in order to get where you want to go because that's going to be where 
the growth comes. That's going to be where you stay consistent is in a routine, a set schedule. And the morning, the best part about the morning is the morning is your time before work, before obligations. Wake up a little earlier if you have to, but the morning is your time, meaning you control that. So whatever else pops up in our day, whether it be kids, work, school, anything like this, nothing else can throw us off track. Only us, only we can. Nothing else. We have that time to just do what we need to do. It's like we have the most control over life in that moment. Now, during work or later in the day, something might arise and it might be more difficult to do what you wanted to do originally. You know, there's illnesses, sicknesses. There's a lot of things that can pop up in a day that can completely change the course of your day. So if you can get out most of your habits and good positive things in the morning, you're going to be so much better off because then you don't have to think about it. You don't have to worry about doing it and nothing's going to set you off course. Now we talked about how you have to do things in your life. You're the only person who can take the action, but that doesn't mean you can't have a good support system. That doesn't mean you can, you can't surround yourself with other people who are doing well. And I think that's one of the most important things things people who are successful say. They say, hey, surround yourself with like-minded people. Surround yourself with people you want to be with. Find mentors. All All they talk about is mentoring and mentors and finding people who know what they're talking about, who have what they want, and who can lead them in the direction. So if you're an online business person, find a mentor. Find someone who's been successful at it before. See what they did. See what you can do differently. Because The best thing to save yourself time is to learn from other people's mistakes. It might have took someone 5-10 years to make that mistake in the business. But if you realize that mistake before you start the business or when you're first starting, in a way, you're saving yourself 5-10 to years. So you really want to find someone who knows what you want to do or find someone who is already where you want to be. And And then you want to ask them, hey, can I learn things from you? I'm open to learning. Can I work with you? Can I get influence from you? And most likely they're going to say yes, because they're probably going to see something in you that was just like them. They're going to be like, Hey, I used to be that person that used to be me, something about them. And you know what? You want to help yourself. So people will come mentor, mentor you as long as you ask. Now, many people don't ever ask for a mentor because they think they're going to get rejected or they're scared or something like that, but you really have to overcome that fear of rejection. And most times when you ask, it's going to be a positive result. And even if it's not, you can move on with a no answer. Also, it's all about who you surround yourself and spend your time with. You want to spend your time and be friends with people who bring you up, who are motivated themselves, who are working towards good habits. And, you know, maybe they're a little bit more advanced than you. Maybe they're a little bit behind you, but they have the right mindset. They tell you the right things. They encourage you. They motivate you and they keep that drive going because you want to be surrounded by good people. When you're surrounded by good people, you're going to want to become a good person. You're not going to want to become a terrible person because why would they be friends with you if you were a terrible person? If you like these people, you, you're going to want to be like them. So that's why it's important to have good friends with good habits and routines because that will get you moving more than anything else. A lot of people talk about, there's this one quote where it's like, tell me your three, your three friends who you surround yourself with most and I'll tell you your future. I think the people you surround yourself with is very important. You have to surround yourself with good, positive people. Now, whatever habits you want to develop for yourself that will help you move towards your future goals and things like that, you just have to stay consistent with them. Now, when you stay consistent and committed to your habits, you're going to notice a difference in your life. You're going to notice that you're feeling better about yourself. You're a more confident version of yourself. 
And maybe you're even more productive and you show up better in your relationships because you feel the satisfaction of working towards your future, especially when it's not easy. When you're facing adversity and challenges, it's so much more rewarding when you overcome them and get through them because when we just live a life of comfort and a life of mediocrity, we don't feel satisfied with ourselves, and most likely we're not going to show up the best in our life because we don't feel good about our own intentions and our own self. But when you know you're doing the right thing in your life and you know you're working towards your goals, you're going to feel better about yourself and you're going to show up better in your life. You're going to be a better person overall. And in the long term, you're going to you're going to grow so much off of these daily habits and you're going to be successful in life. And I know it. if you stay consistent in these habits every single day and you work towards it and you adjust as needed, you're going to be successful in whatever you want to do. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Mind Melt podcast. I hope you enjoyed our series on habits how we develop habits, the mindsets behind them, how we develop bad habits and get out of bad habits and start to develop new habits that bring us into a new life and get us towards our goals and become a better person in general. So you have to apply these principles in your life. You actually have to go out and develop the good habits. And like I said, start very small. Master the art of showing up for your habits. Master the art of breaking your habits. It's all about showing up. Start small progress as you go and you'll be a great success in life.